I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to another edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. Sean's feeling a little under the weather, so we have a little trouble hitting the button there, folks. But we made it. Uh, before we start, before we even start, I, I have to give a blessing to our Lord. He hath returned to save us. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough being the Lord. Uh, we need to thank him for improperly fixed air conditioning. We need to thank him for shitty Yelp reviews. We need to thank him for all the things. All things are possible through our Lord, uh, including hanging out with like really young looking women. Was it, was it you that, that said that, uh, why don't he just send his little escort up in the ducts? <laughs> Bro, I lost it. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. The people only get the things that uh, I say in public, but there's, there's some things that I say behind the scenes, folks, that, uh, you would, you would lose your shit. Will Smith will come out of nowhere and smack me over it. That's pretty yep. good. Keep Lucas' fucking tape study out of your mouth, you know. Like. <laughs> so much free yeah. content. It's, it's glorious. I mean, Wait. my name has so many, so many uh, cases in 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 what's going to happen this week. You know, there's there's all the goats are, are coming back this week. Yeah. <laughs> at least, uh, uh, at least, uh, at least the like MMA kind of Twitter community is like kind of moved on past uh, the Lord and Savior and kind of is like you're full of shit, bro. Like, like everybody is like, there's like a handful that's still like, oh, dude, you're yeah. the greatest. You're, you're just the shit, man. And then most of them now are like, dude, like fix your AC. What do you mean three days of tape study? Like GSP, like who's, he did some shit in the GSP and could be like GSP double A. You know what I'm saying? Like there's your tape study, bro. Endless yeah. entertainment. Endless. Good, good, good stuff. But we, we, we got to do some of the, the bullshit before because we don't have a, we don't have a break or a, a recap from last week. So we're going to, you know, chat a little bit more. Uh, Wes, I mean, you can't feel so bad about, uh, it's been a while since, since we've chatted, but you can't feel so bad about your boys, uh, after seeing the run that St. Peter's went on, team for the ages. I mean, I guess if we, <laughs> yeah, except that he's, his team beat the shit out of the two teams in the fucking final. We, we beat Kansas on their home court by 18. You know what I'm saying? Like we beat. We beat Carolina on a neutral by 30 this year. Our boy, our boy is like the first unanimous player of the year that Kentucky's ever had, which is insane to think about. No, yeah, it's, this... it's rough, man. It is, it's pretty rough. Well, those what ifs. Exactly. Sean's team is taking up the weights there. They're pulling their slack lately. Uh, oh, man. Him... So, why am I watching all the American, like, talking heads over the past 
like now since it's getting close to the end of the season that it's like a lock for Matthew's heart now. Like all of them. Like just a lock. Like he hasn't hit 60 goals yet or not. Like he could, like he could, he could get there. But why is, why is it a lock now that I just. Well, there's two factors there, Wes. Uh, if you're watching the American broadcast, Austin Matthews is American and uh, an American hasn't won the scoring, uh, the rocket in, I think it's been like 30 years or something like that. You just, and then, and then, oh, wow. I mean, if we're calling, I, I, I'm pretty, it might have been, but I'm, I'm not sure. Um, and then he also plays for the Leafs, which is the center of the hockey universe. So they're going to pump that. Um, dude's on, dude's on fire. Um, I, I hope that, uh, the McJesus can, can keep his, uh, heater going, maybe hit, uh, 50 goals. Cause if he hits 50 goals and he's finishes with 120, 125 points, I think that's going to be, uh, hard to, uh, to not give it to him considering Matthews isn't even the best player on his team. Yeah, the uh, our boy Bo has been all over, but like they, the other dude on on the Leafs has been like their best player for mo- half the season. He's got the most points in the entire NHL. He's yeah, got more than Cam in the past like three months. And then like something. all the the like the numbers that that Bo put up about the Cam's game winners over like the past yeah. fucking month or two is like it's insane, man. He did it again with his last night. Like, come the fuck on, dude. Like. You can't tell me that's not the best player in the in the NHL. Like, you're not gonna. It's gonna be a fun finish. I I I think those two are gonna uh, separate themselves from a couple of the so the guy like they they, these these talking heads just they just try to give it to some other people. If he does hit sixty, if he hits sixty though, that's like a legitimate case for him winning it though, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Yep, if he hits six. It's funny though, because every time he does something good, the Leafs lose. And when he does nothing or doesn't play, <laughs> when he gets they suspended win. and doesn't play, the Leafs win. <laughs> then, like, the Oilers is the complete opposite of yeah. Cam has mm-hmm. to be good. Even with the guy on that's playing next to him, too, that's a, a scoring machine as well. Cam's got to be good for them to win. Like, really good. Yep. Wild. That was probably uh, Cam's worst game of the season, and he still got the game-winning goal in overtime. Yeah, our, our boy, that's what our boy Water Show did the whole fucking reverse he shit on the that? tweet. Was like, I turned on the Oilers for the first time to see what all this fuss about uh, Cam is, and then bam, overtime winner. Like, yeah, that's what he does, bro. You're welcome. I, I wish I was uh, still invested heavily in the heart race, but. Unfortunately, slash fortunately, I guess, uh, we now have legal betting in Ontario. Um, it's been how much of a shit show has that been? legalization is a shit show. Like it was a, it was a shit show when we got legalized here. Like it was a nightmare. All the weed was just like dust. It was hard to get. It was a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Finally, stuff has finally worked itself out for the most part. Uh, and of course, as Brad knows, Sports legalization is off to a, a roaring start as well, so hopefully not that gets just, ironed out fairly quickly. Not even just, like, canceling a bunch of people's shit, but, like, apparently sign-ups are fucking all fucked up with using yep. banks and all kinds of other shit. You're, they're locking people out in provinces that they're not even supposed to be locking people out of and shit. I yep. will say, though, that, like, 
at least y'all are going to be starting to move in the right direction eventually. Like our shit down here, every state around, around Kentucky is legalized. Every single state that touches us is legalized. Last week or the week before our Congress passed it, passed sports betting. Oh. Uh, the crazy motherfuckers oh. in our Senate literally wouldn't even let be, wouldn't even vote on it because they know if they did as a, a body, it had been voted legalized. So the dude that runs our Senate, the leader, wouldn't even bring it up for a vote. Yep. Are they allowed to do that? How is that a thing? Because he, he runs the Senate. The Republicans have a supermajority in Kentucky. So they can just choose which ones things get passed in, like, in the lower it, and then they can it's just like choose. That, no, it's like that in the United States Senate too. Like when Mitch McConnell was leader, he decides what bills go to the floor to be voted on. Even if Congress votes on them and the president can sign it. But one dude, one guy gets to decide if it comes up for a vote. Same here. And like in Kentucky, Republicans have a super majority. Like they're like, they're like three to one or something in the Senate. But the thing is like, even this like red ass state, it's 75%. That in medical marijuana are both 75% issues. Bipartisan, both sides of the spectrum. They just won't fucking pass it. it. That's so greasy. They're, it's, and they're paid by the horse racing industry. They're paid by the whiskey industry. That's who fills their pockets with money. So they have reasons not, not to do it. Brutal. Yeah, I'm jealous of all the that corruption. freedom you got, Wesley. Well, they did the corruption out in the wide open. No, that's, that's the, <laughs> they just don't we, give a fuck. That's, that's the, crazy the freedom part. we get here, bro. It's open corruption. What are you going to do about it? I'm like, to- they're not, they're not even worried about hiding this shit. They're no, just it's, like, I guess it's smacking you in the in, face and there's nothing going to happen. Corruption in the open. Pretty much yeah. wide in the open. There's literally no law. That's how it's written. That's literally how it's written. They can do that. Yep. We, oh, you we see, talk like, any more about this and Wes's screen is going to go from purple to just a fucking explosion. I, I can see it. It's He's getting worked man. up. Like, what <laughs> it, I, I, I love my state, but man, there's some really, really bad. Bad just gives you a reason to, to tour the states around you, Wes. Fuck that. Fuck that <laughs> shit. I want a nice road, too. You know, I want a good school system for my kid that's fucking going to be going into them. Like, you yep, can go better right do it in them. the next four years. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Kid, I got to teach this kid how to kick a 60-yard ball, man. Got to do right. it. He's going to have to pay for everything. Otherwise, he's going to end up going to Bellarmine on a cross scholarship, and you don't want that. Hey, I don't, I don't, <laughs> dude. To be honest, Bellarmine's outrageous, bro. Like, that's oh like, yeah, that's a beautiful school. It's like an in-city college uh, that's like a private college. It's it's outrageous to go to Bellarmine. It's cheaper to go to for an in-state student. It's cheaper to go to U of L than it is to go to Bellarmine. Bellarmine, yeah, obviously, Bellarmine's nice now, dude. Have a lacrosse team. I mean. You see, like, their facilities, man, even on TV, how they're playing D1 basketball and shit now, man. Over the past mm-hmm. 20 years, what they've built down there is pretty amazing. That shit's, like, a couple miles from where I grew up. And it's nuts what it looks like now. Just imagine the shit they could do with legalized weed and gambling money. I mean. Be no stop look, in Kentucky. We need, we need more widely available lacrosse lines, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. They're they're coming. They're They're creeping. I'm seeing them. Probably gonna bet uh, Penn State over Michigan later this week. Just Let's FYI. Go. Let's go. Uh, but you aren't here to, to talk about <laughs> We've been on lacrosse. 
or or listen to us talk about lacrosse. Although yeah, we're here I am to talk about OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I I saw that comment. I was gonna save it until we break down the fight, but I need to know: did did you tell her to get a job? Is that what you asked mm. got her to do on OnlyFans? Because this <laughs> MMA thing is not working out for her. Just ruthless. <laughs> man. Oh, man, you can't knock a side hustle. I mean, it's sad that a billion-dollar company has to uh, have its uh, peons um, just sell, selling themselves on the side because they won't give them money they, to, to train. So. These motherfuckers I'm waiting for the male fighters to start doing the OnlyFans. That's, that's I mean, Diego I mean, was a trailblazer for yeah. that shit, man. He's on there, like, fucking smoking, like, Vapors and lighting up rocks and shit or something. I don't. He's 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 fucking out there, man. He, he's way out there. Oh, it's great watching though Ari and them like they got their like yearly dividend checks that was like hundred and something million. Yeah, he and got three hundred plus. He was like three twenty or something. Yeah, and then they come out and literally were like, he did some kind of interview doing that same old bullshit. It was like, oh well, look what they were paid ten years ago, and this shit is like, dude. You made three hundred million. Shut the fuck up, bro. Like they're nuts, man. I, I can't believe fighters are still this fucking dumb. They're still this dumb to sit back. It's the, and just, it's, it's the really you can't all, believe that, Wes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all got Stockholm syndrome, man. Yep. It's what it's some weird. It's some to, weird stuff. What's what's even weird? And uh, bet on. Rigged fights or like hell yeah, post, get that inside info. <laughs> what's uh, what's even weirder are the fucking chuds that being mentions on fighter pay that's literally like licking the boots of a billion dollar company constantly. You love to see it. You love to see the bootlickers in this day and age. They are all over the place. <laughs> Just don't mention Joe Rogan on on Twitter because oh. I swear there's. Millions of people out there that search Joe Rogan's name every day, just scroll through everything, just to just to make sure. They just swarm them. They all kind of they they quit talking about the the horse pace though after that uh, actual actual study came out. I never saw Joe Rogan even make another another no comment. No comment. comment. Nobody's talking about it anymore. They just all kind of they move on. It's weird though because usually they they move on to like whatever the next thing is. Um, but in this case, they're just moving on to, no, our, our people aren't pedophiles. It's the other people that are the pedophiles. Dude, it's, so that they, seems to be the thing now. <laughs> so they track like, you know, the, that, that media. And so it was over the, over like the winter and shit. It was when schools were going back, it was the, it was the CRT. Mm-hmm. So that was a, that was a big thing. It was mentioned on a certain a certain cable news network like three hundred times in a week. Hasn't been mentioned in over two weeks because now they've they've moved on to gay people uh, and trans people and and mm-hmm. uh, and now now if you don't you don't like their their way of of life you're you're a groomer and a pedophile. <laughs> it's like right. dude, they literally go from this thing to this thing. To this. <laughs> Right, We're in a right, simulation, man. man. It's a and wild it time. It works. It works. It's, That's it's fear. Thing. It, it's fear, yep. man. It is fear and getting people fucking angry. That's what it is. Yep. And it works. They know, what, they know getting what they're doing. People angry. We need to talk about this UFC 273 card <laughs> and explain Ooh. why Kumshad Shamayev is, uh, is not going to win because he actually sucks. 
and I think we can all agree on that. So we might, we we're going to get in. <laughs> we're going to get into UFC 273 here. There was a card a couple weeks ago. I don't remember what the fuck happened. Uh, I don't think anybody does at this point. But this one, good card. Not great. It's card. a good. It's a good pay per view card. Like good. It's uh, not a good betting. Good main card. The yes. I I feel like other pay per views have better uh, prelims than this usually. But the, the, the main card is good. Great all the way, yeah. like top to bottom. Yep. This one's a this one... little soft on the on the prelims, but it'll be worth it. Hopefully, hopefully. Let's see if we can find some bets here for you folks. Kicking it off, Bantamweight division, we have Julio Arce taking on Daniel Willicat. I'm calling him Willie Cat because that's a great nickname. Uh, Sean, anything here? Don't have much. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't don't know much too much about Santos. I know obviously he hasn't fought in like 28 months. He's had a a bunch of cancellations first because of COVID and then injuries and whatnot. Um, the line seems a bit short. I mean, we we know Julio Arce is is pretty damn good. Obviously a bit concerning him getting knocked out for the first time last time. So um, I I haven't bet him. I'll pick him. I I, I don't like much on this card. So uh, I, I'm not looking to, to waste too much money. And I'm trying to stay away from kind of debuting fighters as well. Even if uh, I think the guy that they're fighting is should should take them out. So I'll, uh, yeah, pick his RSA, but no bet. You're, you're really limiting yourself when it comes to the fight night cards. You'll be all right oh, yeah, here. Yeah, it's bad. But, uh... Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I go the opposite way. I just bet on all the new fighters. Well, not on the new fighters, but on their fights in some yes. way or another. Who knows? My wife's out of town on Saturday. She's going to like a play oh, shit. or something like that. Uh, so... Brad's forcing a lot of shit on Saturday. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Got Martinsville, night race in Martinsville, little pay-per-view. Shit, I'm going to have like a lot out there. <laughs> uh yeah well uh, anything on this fight what? um yeah kind of I, I said at the beginning of this year too i was gonna try to take my my volume down a little bit uh, as well that 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 has it planned out like i, I kind of know i would but on the other side i am up around 30 units or something so far this year so yes, it's, sir. it's it's working worked, uh, yeah i think we've all been doing doing pretty good the first kind of yep. uh quarter of this uh of this year um man i don't know i don't know a lot about the willie cat the the layoff he's he's beating up some serious bums um man i i got i, I just feel like on this fight uh we're gonna look back and be like man our save was under two to one against this guy um, that, that's just kind of how I feel. I, I just think he's the way better guy. Uh, like Sean mentioned, um, the knockout loss last time, but God damn, we know what the dong is now. That dude is like legit, maybe the biggest power down at that weight class. So, um, doesn't worry me as much here. Um, but like Brad said too, um, I just, I haven't seen much of this guy to, to really know, um, it's a pass right now, but man, I'll probably end up with our saying something, man. The line just seems really, really short on a guy that's like proven at the top uh, of the sport. So definitely the pick, and I, I might look for a bit. 
I'm actually kind of leaning the other way here. Uh, I've seen uh, a bit of the old Willy Cat. Um, not not thick Willy Cat. That's different. Um, but I've seen a bit of this Willy Cat. Lately? Have you seen Have you seen thick Willy lately? You might as well add like four C's. Yeah. My God! Did Did you see him bench pressing like 500 pounds? <laughs> yeah, Squat. There was so there was a guy who was like, "What's the point of this?" And I replied, oh, being like, wow, and I mean, if only there was some sort of application for somebody being really fucking strong in a combat sport. I mean, I can't think of anything that, that could possibly make sense there. He's like, being sarcastic doesn't make a point. Weight, like, extreme weightlifting helps a little bit. I'm like, yes, being strong helps you in a fight. That is the point. Like, what are we doing? Also, who here? gives a fuck? Maybe he's just, he does that on his fucking side hustle. Like, or just yeah. does that as a, as a side thing to do. He likes, likes to lift weights. He, I'm sure he's training as Honestly, well. Honestly, he should start an OnlyFans doing shit like that. And he'd probably <laughs> have more subscribers than Kate Hansen. Yeah. 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 Uh, but as far as this fight goes, the, the Willie Cat's alright. I've seen a couple of his earlier fights. Throws a lot of spinning shit. Actually has like a couple finishes by spinning back kick to the body. I don't think that he's going to finish Arce here. But I think this is going to be a, a competitive striking battle. Uh, I don't think either one of them has like an incredible grappling game. And I mean, we, we saw Arce get knocked out last time. He's got two split decision losses to guys who were very accomplished Muay Thai fighters in uh, Duwadu and uh, Shaman Morais, but he does have that tendency to just be in very competitive fights. So I see why the line's close here. I'm not taking a shot on a debuting guy against like a borderline top 15 bantamweight, but I think this is going to be a competitive fight. I'll, uh, I'll maybe lean dog and Toutmaster, see if I can make up some ground there. Here we go. Next up, we got a barn burner. We got Kay Hansen, OnlyFans Marvel herself, taking on something called Piera Rodriguez, who, where's she from? Like Colombia, Ecuador? Venezuela. It, it's one of those yellow, blue, and red flags. They always use the same colors. <laughs> it's one of them. <laughs> it's one of them. Yep. Um, I don't think there's ever been a good fighter out of Venezuela. Um, I know that Juliana Pena is the Venezuelan vixen, uh, but she's just like a crazy chick from Washington, so yeah, doesn't really count. Um, but she's fighting Kay Hansen. So, eh. Sean, what do we got here? Not too much. Uh, Rodriguez has some R8 takedowns, has some decent ground and pound. Kay Hansen is not very good and is probably spending more time on her more lucrative uh, career. Um, so I'll, I'll pick Rodriguez. No way I'm, I'm betting this. Uh, usually it's it's kind of automatic for the most part to, to take take the dog in, in some low-level ladies' fights, but this one's close enough to a pick and that I'll, I'll pick the girl who I think has a, a little bit more skill. Wes? Yeah, Hanson sucks. Um, I'm not, I'm not touching this fight. Uh, I'm going to pick Rodriguez because Hanson absolutely sucks. So, 
uh, show me the pick. I'm not touching this fight with my money. I saw somebody give out a uh, a bet and uh, a rationale for Hanson at minus one fifty. Um, so Ooh. they nailed it on Ooh. that one. Uh, <clears throat> my motto is just never Kay Hansen. She's mm. not good at fighting. Um, so yeah, not Kay Hansen. Like normally, I'd say women's MMA fight, take the dog. She's now the dog, I guess. Um, she's like even money. Rodriguez is minus 120-ish. But man, just never Kay Hansen. Like, it's, it's a pretty easy rule to follow. Moving on, middleweight division. We've got Fluffy Hernandez taking on Josh, you got a friend in me. Uh, I've never seen that guy fight, even though he's been on LFA a bunch of times. He looks really tall. So I'm, you know, immediately a little bit questioning him. Oh, Hobo uh, Cop tested that uh, tall guy defense one time. And look what happened. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I like, I like. Sean, what do we got here? It still boggles my mind that, that, uh, Fluffy Hernandez was, did not get subbed by Hidalfo Vieira. Uh, when Marcus <laughs> Perez did it, like two fights before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, just peak MMA, uh, performance right there. Hidalfo Vieira One in of that my fight. Favorite live bets of all time. Yeah, that was, a monster by you. Um, Hernandez is durable. He's, he's got some skills. He, he gets some takedowns. He's probably the guy here. Uh, I just, I don't want to have money on, on Fluffy <laughs> Hernandez. Um, we'll see if, if some tall guy defense shows up. I think Hernandez probably takes him down, so we might not get to, to enjoy it. But uh, I think Hernandez gets the win. Wes? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of lean that way too. Um, I, I know, um, not, not a friend has, uh, got a lot of, a lot of finishes. Um, like Sean said about, uh, Fluffy's last fight with Rodolfo, man, like, that's crazy to survive, to survive that. Like, do we think this dude's going to get a sub on him after that? No. If he doesn't get him out of there early, I think Fluffy's going to take over, probably with takedowns and, and working him on the mat. So, um, I still, this dude does got a lot of finishes. I don't think Fluffy's great or anything, man. He's got some pretty bad losses out there as well. Um, I don't want to lay that kind of juice on him. Probably gets a win, but uh, I'm going to pass on any kind of bet. Yeah, I mean, Holland's not a bad win, and Marcus I don't really Perez know what happens in the, the Perez fight. Uh, <laughs> that's... That's a bit iffy, but he's got some power. He's got decent cardio. Yeah, I guess I guess Fluffy here. I don't really want to lay minus two hundred on it. Yeah. Um, so I'm probably gonna have to stay away from that. So what are we we looking at? I haven't really checked out. Uh, it's weird because the props have been out forever, but when there's a break in between UFC cards, I just like completely. Mind hole UFC. I don't even think about it. I, I have other things going on in my life. Uh, <laughs> so I haven't been looking at the, uh, the props here, but 
yeah, it looks like the if you want to play under one and a half, you even have to pay some juice on that. So I don't love that. Uh, Fluffy TKO plus 300. That seems like it could be the way to go in this one. So if I'm looking around some of my uh, new offerings, uh, I might see which allows some round robins and, and toss some, some Fluffy TKO in there. Moving on up to the heavyweight division, we have Jared Bandera bred taking on Alexei Olenek. And I was going to be, well, I, I did bet Olenek by decision against Latifi. I was going to bet him again in this fight. And I'm probably going to bet him against Jared Bandera because Jared Bandera. Sean? Uh, yeah, I was I was in the same same boat. I bet him against Latifi. I bet him by sub against Latifi. Uh, sprinkled mm-hmm. on that, that got canceled. And then I was hoping that I was going to get another opportunity, but just can't have nice things. Uh, so now he's against Vandera Bread. Um, man, what what what's your guys? What's your thoughts on old fatties? It's like plus one twenty two. Let's go. I, it, I thought it's happening, Brad... baby. It's happening. Yeah, one and a half, yeah, bro. One, one and a half. half. This is absolutely going one and a half. Yep. Wow. Where oh, I I'm old looking, ass Alexi. I a, yeah, yeah. I, I see plus a hundred out there, but yeah, it's it's anywhere from a hundred to twenty one twenty two. Even even money is perfectly fine with me. Oh yeah, over no. one and a half in this spot. Don't have to sell me on that. Like I, said, uh, I haven't looked at the props, haven't looked at totals, <laughs> stuff like that. So I, I'm I'm in my discovery phase right now, guys. This is this is like my tape study right here. Yeah, that's and I was looking at Olenek. I didn't really want to, and then I I saw that I haven't played it yet. I think that might be the better way to go. Uh, Olenek has shown he's he's fairly tough and. I don't think Vandera's the guy that's going to just starch him like some some other guys have. Um, I guess the concern would be Olenek uh, takes down Vandera with his uh, pretty pretty terrible takedown defense uh, and puts on a, one of his weird chokes. Um, but I think one and a half. That's a. I think that's worth a stab at the old plus money. I'll uh, I'll pick Olenek to to get it done late in the second. <laughs> Just late enough. Wes? Just late enough. Yeah, I, I lean Olenek here. Um, there's absolutely no way I can, I could probably play him straight in this spot, man. I just, the guy's just, he's so old at this point, man. Uh, Bandera is a tough dude that he will take a beating. Uh, he gets taken down, but he's not horrible. Like down there, he's got he's got good defense to stay out of really bad stuff most of the time. So, I love the one and a half in this spot. I think that's the the bet on this fight. Um, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if this saw the cards. I, I would not be shocked at all. Uh, there's an Atlantic decision like plus seven hundred out there. Um, Again, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked to to see that outcome in this fight. Um, Really like the one and a half. Um, Olenek, uh, is probably going to be my pick here and I, I might, I might sprinkle on, on decision too. Um, I could see it happening. 
I really could. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if we need to call an audible on this one from what we <laughs> discussed before the show, um, but man, I, I I love that. I I know that people say that Bandera has this terrible takedown defense because he got taken down a few times by Romanov and Spivak. Um, I can't recall if he's been taken down by anybody else uh, in the UFC. And, and Olenek's not a guy that chases a ton of takedowns. Um, he'll go for a few, and he's got some weird throws and trips and, and stuff like that. And the concern is that he doesn't have the typical heavyweight submissions. He's got weird, you know, <laughs> uh, Ezekiel chokes and neck cranks and scarf holds and, and all that sort of stuff. So... I could see him maybe snatching one of those things up, but Vander is one of these fat dudes that's supposedly a black belt as well. And like Wes said, you know, he shows decent defense on the ground, at least submission-wise. Uh, eventually, he usually gives up position and, and gets pounded out, but Olenek is not a guy who's known for exactly uh, beating guys up on the ground he is looking for a submission 100% of the time so don't hate Olenek uh, don't hate that over love that over actually maybe Olenek sure. by decision and honestly Vander is a guy who's only good when he falls on top of even shittier fat guys than him uh, and I don't think he's going to do that in this fight uh, especially because Olenek knows his his P's, can mind his P's and Q's uh, if Vandera gets on top of him for a round or something like that. So lots of different ways that this can go over one and a half. So that will be something that I play in here and uh, apparently I have to play it now because that line we, seems uh, like it's moving quick. Are we yeah, switching? It. Are yeah. we doing it? Fucking West? Fatties. Fatties yeah. consensus. It's Lance, done. Lance is in here. In. This is going to be yeah, a loss. It's, it's plus one twenty-two at dimes, so that's uh, that's a pretty good, pretty good number. Tyler was right. The show is better without Lance. <laughs> Although Tyler, I have to say, the only advantage to having Lance here is that I don't have to host. Yeah. It's a lot more work for me. I have to think a lot more when I'm hosting. I can't drink as much, or if I do, then like I'm just slurring my words by the the hour mark. And nobody knows what I'm saying when it comes to the main card. I, I sound like uh, like our dude Magic on his podcast. Uh, only some people will get that joke. Yep. Anyway, welterweight division. We got. Uh, ooh, are we even allowed to say? Let's let's go with uh, let's go with redacted gall. Uh, we can't we can't say any names that are associated with. Uh, Redacted company from Florida. Uh, we're not allowed to do that. So Redacted Gall taking on Mike Malott, who is Canadian. Just, just warning you, he's Canadian. This fight is narrative central. He's Canadian. He's debuting in the UFC. He's a favorite. And he's not only training at Alpha Male, he's a coach at Alpha Male. Sean, 
Yeah. Need we say more? Yeah, add, uh, obviously coming off the contender series where he beat a guy on, in under a minute. Uh, so he's got <laughs> some hype. So we got to add that to it. Uh, nope. And then for the Mickey Gall side, I mean, he's alternated wins <laughs> and losses. Oh, I'm sorry. Redacted Gall uh, has alternated wins the last eight fights. And he lost his last fight. Oh, my So, I mean, goodness. all signs are pointing to taking Redacted Gall. Ah, I just, I've lost some money taking him. Uh, I was an idiot and I think I lost some money, uh, against Diego Sanchez. I'm pretty sure you guys all cashed a bunch of money there. Uh, I think I lost some money against, uh, Morono, uh, as well last time out. So I, I think I've, uh, lost enough money. I'm time to win some I think I'm going to pass. <laughs> I don't have many bets on this card. It, it, if I'm feeling bored, I might put some money on Mickey Gall, but he's going to be the pick in uh, or redacted Gall in uh, in Tout Master. <laughs> Wes, that's all right. You guys can say yeah. it. I won't say it. I, I, I want to get canceled. I've actually been been um, pretty good betting uh, redacted Gall fights. I'm not going to be uh, I'm not going to be uh, fucking having some. Some pizza gate going on down in my basement here. Some crazy dude showing up with a <laughs> AR. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've I've pretty much been on on the right side of almost every one of that dude's fights, win or lose. Uh, Diego hit was just unbelievable. Um, yeah, I just think, man, we we named all the all the narratives of the of this other guy, man, and I just I gotta see it. Uh, Gall isn't, isn't horrible, man. Like he, he's actually gotten a little bit, a little bit stronger and stuff. He's kind of filled in as he's gotten a little bit older, man. Like people forget, I think how, just how young the dude's been since he's been fighting in the UFC, like a really young guy when he started. Uh, it's got a bunch of fights now. So, um, I think this, this is going to be a tough out. Uh, I think this, this fucking, this Canadian down there at, at team alpha male wants to, try to try to wrestle a little bit and get it in that world and I think that's that's gonna be kind of kind of bad for him. Um we know how one seventy years are anything over like one fifty five from Team Alpha Male is literally the bum. Like have they ever had a dude that's been decent over one fifty five? Like seriously, like they're they down there right to train with Yeah, they're ragdolling midgets all day. <laughs> what the fuck you supposed to do, man? Like um yeah I mean Mickey, Mickey, or Gall's best win, like, over the past couple years is still just the insulin kid. That, that's just a little worrisome, but, um. Great against the insulin kid. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he, he did. And, you know, Morono, when he fought him, Morono's been on kind of a decent run and has turned into a, a pretty tough out in there. Um, what was a, a pretty bad matchup for, for Gall in that fight, too. So, um, yeah, I mean, at, at the price we're getting, It'll probably be a, a small, a small sprinkle, uh, on Gaul, uh, nothing big. I, I still, I gotta, I gotta see it from this dude that's, that's getting these quick contender series wins, man. They're usually just way overrated coming into their, their debut, uh, in the UFC. So probably a good spot to, to take a little dog money on, on Gaul here. Yeah. As a, at a quick glance, um, you know, people demean wiki tapping. As it were, uh, but you can tell a lot from a fighter by looking at their record. And when I see a guy who the only fight 
that he's had that goes outside of the first round gets a draw against a dude that I've never heard of. That um, probably means that somebody was gassing in that fight and there was a 10-8 round involved or a point deduction or something stupid. And I'm going to guess that that probably came from the guy who all of his other fights have ended in the first round. Like, it's not hard. We know, it's not hard. <laughs> we know that even if Gall isn't some sort of cardio machine, as Diego proved for sure, uh, and we've seen a, a couple other times, he can at least kind of fight 15 minutes. He's a decent grappler. His striking is definitely improving. I mean, he was a, a 24-year-old 1-0 fighter when he came into the UFC. So there's no more learning on the job than a dude like Mickey Gall. And I think he's not terrible. He's going to lose to guys that are able to make a career in the UFC. Uh, but against a debuting contender series guy who hasn't beaten anybody of note, I'll definitely take him at plus 170. In fact, I already have. So Mickey Gall, plus 170. One of the plays for this week. Next up in the women's bantamweight division, that's not a man, that's a lad, baby. Uh, Aston Lad, Aspen Lad, um, ski resorts or something, uh, taking on Rocky Pennington. Big stuff, big stuff. Uh, even though this fight is at 135, apparently they're both ranked at featherweight. Or there's no featherweight rankings, but they're considered no. featherweights by, by topology because they miss weight or fight yeah. at 145. What a disaster. Who cares? Uh, Sean, just give us a pick. I don't want to break down. Yeah, not much here. I'll, I'll pick Lad, but I'm not betting her because she's probably not going to make weight. It's going to be a shit show. Is the fight even going to happen? I don't know. I don't really care. She should be able to take down Pennington and beat her on the feet, but Aspen Ladd has shown to be not that good. So. No, that's that's accurate. Wes? Yeah, I think Pennington's pretty terrible. Uh, Ladd is just an absolute head case, and she, you never know what you're going to get, man. Like Sean said, she, she's probably going to miss weight. Uh, the fight going to happen. Probably Pennington will take the fight. She's not going to pass it up. Um, uh, who fucking knows, man? Uh I, I want absolutely nothing, nothing to do with this one. Uh, I, I'll pick Lad and and Talmaster because she's a dog. I think I said this in error about a fighter a couple weeks ago, but Aspen Lad's mom is the one that's on OnlyFans, right? He is. There you go. She's so. I mean, whatever OnlyFans bump that Kay Hansen loses. Uh, because Aspen Lad's not directly on OnlyFans, she gains because because her mom is apparently hot. Um, so sure, we'll pick her. She's the dog in women's MMA fight. Uh, heavyweight division. We got a couple prelims to go. Jarzinho Rosenstruck, one of the uh, members of the Fantasy Jewish Fight League, taking on Marcin Tabura. Um, Kind of interesting. I mean, you could, anyone could make one of the two picks that is going to happen in this fight and I could 
certainly see why it's justified. I'm interested to hear what your picks are. Sean? Yeah, I mean, Rosenstruck, I mean, he seems like he has the death touch sometimes, a bunch of times. <laughs> um, and Tabura just is able to grind on guys and, and get guys down. If he gets Rosenstruck down, I, I think he, he can win this fairly easily. Uh, Rosenstruck has shown okay takedown defense at times. Um, but even, even if he can't get him down, Tabura is good at just grinding you up on the feet or grinding you against the cage. Uh, and Rosenstruck needs, needs space. Uh, I think Tabura will be smart enough, but this is kind of, not great heavyweights and, and weird shit happens. So would I be surprised if Tibera has success early and is grinding on him but can't get a finish and then all of a sudden Rosenstruck throws one punch and knocks him out like he uh, did against Overeem that I will never, ever uh, forget? Uh, um, it could happen. Uh, that's why it's just a small play on Tibera at plus 140 per unit. Wes? Yeah, uh, I don't I don't know about this fight, man. I... I don't want to be laying juice on either one of these guys. I just, I don't know if Rosenstruck is, it can do enough, uh, that the dude never wants to throw anything. Uh, Tiberia could absolutely do some grinding on the cage on this guy and stuff. Um, I, I don't know. It's a tough to pick a side. I, I, I'm going to play a little more of an over here. Dimes has a, has a one and a half, uh, that's a little juicy. Um, I, I just think it, we're going to see probably a slow first round. Then I'm just going to be hoping that. Rosenstruck doesn't land something, uh, early in the second. Uh, if you, if you think Ty Burrow wins this fight, you probably think he's grinding. Um, so, uh, like, like the over one and a half, I, I lean Ty Burrow to probably do that. So kind of like a, a juicy, uh, over one and a half. And then, um, was maybe looking at, at Ty Burrow by, by decision. I hadn't checked that line. Uh, if you like Ty Burrow, I, I think that could probably get there for you. Uh, um, 300. Yeah, that's that's not a bad shot there. If you like Tiber in this fight, because I, I think that's probably his path is to grind, like Sean said, it, probably more up against the cage a lot. And and Rosenstruck is tough. I mean, yeah, there's only been what one person that's really put him out. Yeah, I mean, he's the hog. He, he, the yeah. hog. Yeah, I mean, um, his fight against you know blades and stuff like Tiber is not as devastating as blades can be like Rosenstruck could absolutely survive 15 minutes of, of time years grind here. So, um, I, I like the over, I'm, I'm going to, going to lay the juice on that. It's like minus 145. It's minus 150 in some places. Um, then I don't know if, if I end up, um, thinking about it a little more and, and leaning time hard, I, I might sprinkle that decision, but he's going to be a pick and tout master as a, as a slight dog here. And I like the over. Yeah, I think I'm on board with you guys uh, on both of those. I mean, Tiber is going to be winning every minute of this fight that he's not getting rocked or knocked out. So it's just a matter of does he not get rocked twice and, and lose two rounds or knocked out? Um, and I don't think he gets rocked twice because I think if he gets rocked once, it's probably over. Um, so I, I got to go with Tibera here. He's just better. Um, Rosenstruck has the, the kickboxing credentials or whatever, but as Wes said, he doesn't throw anything. Um, it's, it's one shot or, you know, nothing. It's, it's just all Hail Marys with this guy. And yeah, I'm, I'm eyeing up the, uh, Tybura 
plus 140 as well. Uh, maybe if Bet365 recognizes that I'm actually in the province of Ontario, they'll let me bet it. Uh, but who knows? Uh, they, the, the geolocation app. Whew. That's a, that's a thing. That's, that's no. fun. Can't wait for you guys to deal with that one coming up soon. Nope. But Martin Tybura is going to be the pick and maybe a, a little bet on this one. Final prelim, we've got Ian Gary, who I guess is Ireland's next great potato hope. Um, and he's taking on Darian Weeks, who he, he fought in the UFC once, didn't he? He yep. fought Barbarena mm-hmm. and wrestled Barbarena a bunch and still lost. Yep. Um, so... Interesting. How's this going to go, Sean? Uh, I think Ian Gary probably wins. Um, he kind of was in some rough sh- rough shape and in some spots against the insulin yeah, kid in, in his kid. debut. Yep. Uh, he got hit a lot by that guy. Um, is this the guy that... Around, that's true. <laughs> is Darian Weeks the guy that's going to be able to take advantage of that? I, I don't think so. Uh, Darian Weeks probably gets some takedowns. Maybe there'll be a, a decent line if, if Weeks has some success early on with some takedowns and then Gary kind of just is able to stuff them as, as the, the fight goes on. Um, there's going to be a spot to fade Gary. At least he's not dumb and, and training at SBG. I mean, he's, he's Irish, but he's, he's not stupid. He's actually training at Sanford, uh, with actual real fighters. So he said he's uh, Irish, but he's not stupid. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, the pick's going to be Gary. He might, uh, have a rough go at the start, but, uh, I think he kind of overcomes the grappling and, and knocks out during weeks. Uh, the, Ian Gary did make the insulin kid look like Andre Ward. Jesus Christ. Uh, It's tremendous. Uh, Wes, what do we got here? Yeah, I had a little of an over one and a half in that fight, and I I thought it was going to be golden because so good. the insulin kid did look good, was landing and keeping Gary off him, then just out of of nowhere. But um, The blood sugar, man. Blood it dropped. <laughs> it it dropped. ran out. It goes all at once, don't it? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't, Sean's absolutely right about Gary though. He's, he's already, he's a, he's a little bulb. He, he's ready to be, already ready to be put in the ground. And I haven't even seen this fight yet. I, I just, I don't think Weeks is that guy. Um, hopefully he does maybe get uh, a takedown or something and, and win the first round and can get a decent price live on, on Gary, but I'm not even sure he can get takedowns here, man. Um, I, I just think Gary's a better guy. He's training with, with really good dudes at, at this point. Um, I didn't think much of weeks against Barbarina. Um, I, I get, I guess he did have a little success in, in the wrestling, but who doesn't against Barbarina? Uh, I mean, Matt Brown was fucking taking him down with, Dumb fucking karate trips and shit, man. So, um, yeah, I like, I like Gary here, but there's, there's no way I'm, I'm laying this kind of price on him after what I saw in the first round against the insulin kid. There's no way. It, it, I mean, would it shock you if this dude got caught with something, uh, right now or 
got taken down in sub. No way. Maybe he is the goods. You know, maybe he, he gets good, but uh, I'm not laying that kind of money. Uh, he'll be a pick, though. I, I still can't pick again. I think this is a, a decent matchup for him. Yeah, I think the the good thing with him is that, like Sean said, he's actually going to a real camp. So he's probably making improvements. He, he's still very young. Uh, obviously got a, a bit of natural talent. So uh, this is one where the line and the way fights have gone and people have been betting over the past like month or two really make me want to throw a, a little sprinkle on weeks, but... I don't believe that he's actually going to win this fight. So Gary is going to be the pick. Uh, I I think based on like the one thing that impressed me out of weeks was the the pace that we saw out of him in that fight. So I expect this to be a high paced fight. It's just now he's facing a guy who's a whole lot more dangerous than Brian Barberena. Um, so I might look at the under two and a half here. It's minus one thirty at times. And Gary usually manages to, to put some pretty good offense together. Uh, I, I think previously on the show, I compared him to like uh, Mason Jones in that he's got really good offense and absolutely atrocious defense. And I, I think that still holds true, and we'll probably see some of that in this fight. So maybe I go under, and that's kind of my uh, my way to you know, cover myself in case that Weeks does land something massive here. Moving on up to the main cards, we've got Mark Madsen, the Olympic wrestler from Denmark himself, taking on the pickle fucker. Everybody's favorite pickle fucker. Vink pickle. Sean? (laughs) Vink pickle with that dirty, dirty mustache. Um... Yeah, Vink, Vink Pickle, Pickle can... canceled his Disney Plus subscription. I can tell you that. Absolutely. Much. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> he is not going to Disneyland no more. Um, <laughs> to, to scare the children. Uh, Pick, Pickle can, can always be taken down. He's got a pretty decent get-up game, which is a bit concerning. Because um, Mark, Mark Madsen, he can take guys down. He's got great wrestling. The worry is always the pace. Um, if he can keep it up, it it seems a little faulty uh, at times. He did all right against Clay Guida in a fight where he didn't. He barely. He tried one takedown, um, which was a bit surprising. Like Clay Guida is is not this amazing wrestler. People have been able to take him down. I I don't know if he was just worried about him stuffing some takedowns and he was gassing or what, but. You might have known I, I that think, Clay Guida is also a very bad striker. Yeah, and that that's completely fair. Um, but he still was getting hit a bit too much by Clay Guida, which is yeah. concerning as well. Um, on the feet, this is probably a, a close fight. Um, I, I think both guys aren't great. Um but I think I I, I got to edge uh, Madsen, who's who's going to be able to get the takedowns. Hopefully, he can get some control time and get some ground and pound, um, and then kind of just rinse and repeat. And and if he does stuff some takedowns, he'll 
he'll be able to to do all right on the feet. So uh, at a slight dog, I got him at well, it's moved a bit. I got him at plus one thirty. I, I put a unit on that. These are our two old guys in a, in a smaller division, uh, so the wheels can fall off. Madsen obviously has taken a lot less uh, brain damage. Uh, the wrestling is obviously rough on the body, but uh, see so that is a concern. But I, I like uh, Madsen to to win a decision. Wes, <clears throat> yeah, I, I like uh, I like Madsen as well. Um... I just think it comes down to he's absolutely going to be able to get takedowns on Pickle. Like, that dude gets taken down by everybody. Uh, Everyone. Sean did point out, like, his get-up game is pretty decent. Uh, it's decent against guys that aren't the wrestlers that Madsen is. And I think Madsen's wrestling has translated fairly well to MMA against the dudes that he that he has gone against. Like, he can get everybody down. He's got decent control there. Uh, he works down there too, which is a good thing. Like you're, you're not going to be worrying about it getting st- stood up too often when he's on the mat. Um, so man, I, I like him in a spot as a dog to pickle. Now, you know, hopefully all, all of that, that scrambling that pickle's going to do him working his way to the cage, trying to get up won't tire Madsen too much because we, it could be a little sketchy in the third. Um, I think that he'll be able to control a little easier though than than most people that I've seen think. Um, so maybe that third round's not going to be as worrisome as as most people think it will be. Um, I, I like him as a slight dog here, and I, I like him by decision too. I think there's some plus two fifty out there. I don't think that's a bad look either. Uh, Madsen by decision. Yeah, I like Madsen quite a bit here. Actually, I think he's kind of a terrible matchup for for Pickle. Um, you know. We know that, that Pickle has all right cardio and he's gonna keep pushing, but he's not a good striker. Uh, I, I think the striking's pretty even here and if anyone's making improvements in that department, it's probably Madsen. Uh, he's much younger in his MMA career. Uh, I mean, he's only a couple of years younger than, uh, than Pickle in real years, but, uh, he's been striking for a, a lot less time, and I think he's coming along a bit faster. He's going to get takedowns, as you guys said. And even though Pickle has that uh, stand-up or the get-up game, like it, it's kind of different when you're doing that against a Greco wrestler, uh, which is what Madsen went to the Olympics for, and you know had decent performances at the Olympics uh, in in uh, Greco. Because you're still going to be connected to the guy when you stand up from uh, from that ra- grappling exchange. So I think that yeah, he might be able to stand up, but I think he might just end up right back down in in this fight. And I see that happening for at least two rounds, uh, and then maybe cardio plays a factor. But when Pickle takes over fights with his cardio, he does it with his offensive grappling, usually. He's not overwhelming guys with strikes. He's trying to get on top of them and grind them out with ground and pound. So I don't think he's going to be able to do that against Madsen. So I'm going to take the guy that is the better athlete and the far superior uh, fighter in the one path to victory that Pichel has. Oh, sorry, pickle test um, in the, in this fight. So, Madsen's a bet. Um, 
Sean, you got the better price. I had the better price. It got wiped off the board. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm stuck with some plus 115 here, but I yeah. will gladly take that as well. We're switch, just totally switching the consensus or doing both. Oh, ones? yes. No, we're, we're just doing just, just fatties. Just, I mean, we just all, fatty. This yeah. was going to be consensus yeah. before we called that we all audible, love this folks. One yeah. Yeah. Madsen is, is consensus, uh, 1B. Maybe I can, uh, maybe I can talk Lance into making it Munich if he survives. Lance doesn't Denver. bet like wrestlers anymore, so. <laughs> he likes jujitsu guys and shit. Yeah, that's wow. Weird. Gross. <laughs> We've got one of those next week, I think. Next up, women's strawweight division. Mackenzie Darren, Tisha Torres. It's a fight, Sean. It's a tough fight for me to figure out what's going to happen. Um, Mackenzie Dern is shown to have pretty much terrible takedown offense. She somehow, somehow either she... The, the the fighter she's facing either takes her down stupidly uh, or she somehow just gets it to the ground in other ways and then she can kind of work her magic. Is is Tisha Torres smart enough to just kind of jab from a distance to her 40-inch reach? Uh, I've, I've heard about some allegedly bad decisions that Tisha <laughs> Torres has made. So I know. So that's why you got to question time, the, every, the fight IQ. Time. Um, yeah, so I, like, Torres, she, she has been taken down. She got taken down by Angela Hill. Like, it's not like she has just obscene takedown defense, even though she is a, a decent offensive grappler. Um, Mackenzie Dern is the much more athletic, bigger girl. Um, I guess I'll side with Dern. I, it's just... Tisha Torres has never been finished, and I have a hard time seeing Mackenzie Dern winning a decision. So, is Dern going to get that sub? Maybe, probably. I, it's, I don't know. I, I am very conflicted on this fight. I, I'm definitely going to pass for a bet. I'll pick Dern. Um, yeah, I just don't have a, a good, uh, good idea of what I think is going to happen in this one. Wes. Yeah, I, I'm kind of leaning darn. Um, I just have a hard time believing that she's not going to get a takedown or two on Torres here. Um, and, and if she does, she's probably going to get that sub. Um, it's tough though, man. I, you just never, never know with her, man. I, I think, I mean, Rodriguez was kind of the first time I, I think we've seen her, uh, have those kind of problems getting something to the mat. Uh, I mean, she did at one point, but then Rodriguez survived a couple minutes that she actually got to the mat. Um, I don't know, man. I, we haven't seen Torres on her on her back much uh, against Angela Hill, I guess, and Angela Hill isn't Dern if Dern's going to be in that spot. So I, I think Dern does get a takedown or two here, and it's, it's going to be like it is always with her on the mat. I don't care if it's Torres or anybody else. Like she's going to be in, in, in trouble. Can't see, can't see survive. So, um, yeah, I'm leaning Dern right now. Um, probably no bet. If I was the better, it'd be her by sub. I think that's around plus 250. I think if you like Torres, Torres by decision is some plus money. Um, so that's either which way. Um, that's probably how I would bet it, but my my pick right now is going to be Dern. 
um, no bet. It's weird because like the the narrative on Dern always used to be like, man, this chick can't wrestle. She can't get anybody down. And then she took uh, a pregnant chick down, and Marina Rodriguez down once, and then got beaten up for the rest of the twenty five minutes of that fight. Um, and now we're all really confident that she's going to take Tisha Torres down. Not confident. <laughs> exactly, and that's yeah. probably why the the line where is where it is. I think that that Dern's going to have a hard time finding Torres in this one. Uh, Pay per view, big cage, lot of shadow boxing in this one. Uh, a lot of hop ups. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of hop ups on the faint. Um, but yeah, Torres. There's still a couple plus a hundreds out there on her, but if you can get any extra money on that by taking her by decision, I see a plus 163. Uh, that's at Betway though, so that's not a real book. Uh, 365 has, <laughs> yeah, 365 has plus 162, uh, and there's a, a couple legals out there with like plus 150s. I think if you can get plus 150 on Torres by decision in this spot, that's probably a decent bet. Uh, I'm not sure that I'm going to have it, but she's going to be my pick in Toutmaster. Next up, and I have to go to a different page on best fight odds for this one because it's still, for some reason, listed under Which is annoying for Toutmaster purposes as well. They got the full, like, lineup of uh, props and everything on fight odds. Yeah, um, .io. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, We've got the greatest welterweight of all time. (laughs) Usman's already ducking him. GSP was thinking about coming out of retirement, but he's ducking him too. Darren Till's cowboy. Matt Hughes heard he was coming <laughs> like five years ago and parked his truck on some train tracks because he didn't want to fight him. Everybody's ducking Gumshot Chemayev and uh, Gilbert Burns is the, the only one that's willing to step in there. Uh, a brave, a brave little lightweight is the only one willing to step up and, and fight this this monster, um, which we, we've seen about six seconds of him in fights. And he's done some things to some people. But his training partners, guys, believe we've never heard this before, but his training partners say that he's really fighting. Really good. I'm like, we've never before in the history of combat sports, Heard somebody's training partner say that they're good at fighting. So this guy, he must be really good. Sean, he's he's going to destroy Gilbert Burns in 30 seconds, right? It, it might take a little bit longer than that, uh, but I do think he's going to run through him. I think this is a bad matchup for Gilbert Burns. Um, Gilbert Burns, for the most part, has success when he has his offensive grappling Uh able to kind of stifle guys and, and wear them out, whether it's on the cage or, or getting takedowns. Uh, I don't think he's going to take down Chamayev. So Chamayev basically dictates where this goes. Um, 
if if Chemayev takes down Burns, it could get dicey. Um, there's going to be a big size difference in this fight. Burns is basically a tweener, a 55 and a 70 tweener, and Chemayev is basically a 70, 85 tweener. So there there should be close to a one weight class difference here, uh, and. I, I know I we we've hated on him for a long time because he has not fought really anybody and he was destroying bums how he was destroying those bums is is pretty damn impressive uh not taking basically any punches even even very good fighters that fought very shitty fighters still took more shots than than what Jamayev has it's true a lot of guys have really struggled John Phillips that's true um I do think he is killer. <laughs> he, he fucked up Jangalang pretty bad. That Nobody's was a good, really done that. That was a good to win. Jangalang. Yeah, and, that was a good win. Jangalang. I was on the is, other side is, of that one just because I was whatever. too. I was too. Um, but Jangalang is still a a fairly one dimensional fighter. But once again, He's nobody's not even really trying to go anymore. Uh, well, he hasn't go. been cho- he hasn't been trying to go for a little while. If if we're being honest, um, I think the dude is fucking good. Um, that doesn't mean I think he's gonna destroy Usman uh, if they fight, um, but I do think that Gilbert Burns, you know, he when he when he went to that Usman fight, we we kind of knew what was gonna happen. He he landed a punch and, and rocked Usman, which was a bit surprising. Uh, maybe not, considering what we've seen from Usman's uh, striking defense in you know fights after that. Um, but he, he's he made a run against some pretty pretty soft competition. He he did what he had to, um, and he did have a good bounce back against Wonderboy. But in that fight, he he had to just hold Wonderboy down because when it was at distance, he was losing. Chimaev has power. I think he cracks Burns and gets him out of there. So I, uh, I put Shemayev in a, in a fucking sick chalk ass parlay. And I'm looking at Betway and they have Shemayev TKO at plus 162. And that is looking pretty decent. So, uh, I'm probably going to take that as well. Wesley. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to lose a, a little more money to though, though come shot, man. Um, look, th- this, this to me is still that, look, I, I think he's good, man. I, like I just said, I think the Jangling win, the way he won that fight it, is impressive. Um, like, don't give me huge power by like knocking out fucking, uh, Meerkat. Yeah, Meerkat. Like, he did it at 85. On. He did still, it at 85. Still, that dude's chin is, is fucking, it's, it's once horrible. again, people have knocked him out, but have they knocked him out in that short amount of time? No, I mean, but that was like his easiest, cleanest punches. Like, I mean, he landed it. Don't get me wrong, but like, still, th- for me, this is still a, a dude that is fighting by far, by by far, the best dude he'll ever, the most skilled guy he'll ever be in there against. If, if this, if this is on the feet and it's it's a kickboxing match, like, I'll be really happy with with my my plus four hundred. Uh, I, I think that, I mean. Gil's got to either be on top of this dude or in a kickboxing match. Like if he gets body locked and take down, he's going to be in trouble. Like, uh, don't dude's incredible on, on top of guys. Like 
we've seen a lot of that against some. Well, you got that that jujits. I mean, we've from seen the bottom. On, we've seen him on top against the, against the bump. But and hey, I mean, if if he does burns like he's done the rest of these guys, title shot, give it to him. Like I yep, wouldn't yep. even I wouldn't even yep, argue it anymore. Um, Gilbert just fought for a title, man. Like we knew Us- Usman's the best guy in the world in that division. We all knew it. We all knew Gil deserved to get there in, in, in the run he had. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I, I don't, I don't know yet, man. I, I still don't know. I, I can't, I, I can't tell how, how, how good this guy is in that upper echelon of competition, man. Not against these guys. And you're getting me, a, giving me a dude that's, you know, perennial top five. Dude just fought for a title, beat Wonder Boy. However he had to beat him, he still beat Wonder Boy and, and he's plus 400 against this guy. If he if he fucking destroys Gilbert Burns, he he destroys him. Um, he he should get a title shot. I, I still have a hard time believing that man. I, I just I, I don't know yet. I, I don't see him walking across the ring, body locking Gilbert Burns and picking him up and fucking walking him around the ring like he has these other dudes. I can't see that man. If I mean, he does, he, he can do all that. But if he then eventually he's gonna have to be on the ground with him. And and what what else you know. We, we haven't seen this guy literally face any kind of fucking resistance whatsoever. What happens when a dude that's like Gilbert Burns has been in there with some of the toughest dudes? He's been in some tough fucking fights, man. Uh, what, what happens with, with Chimia when he gets in that second and third round? We have no idea, man. I know I got we got bad Gilbert news Burns. for you, Wes. It's not going to last that long. I, I mean, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'll take plus 400 if I'm wrong again. I'll be betting against him again, and I hope for some reason they give me something like even money on Usman, because that's it's that's already when, there. It's already I there. I mean, that's when the party ends. I don't I don't care what what people think. We'll see. I, I'm going to take a plus four hundred shot here, man. I I I I think he can absolutely win this fight. I think he's good. I'm not one of those dudes that thinks he's terrible, and I'm betting against him because I think he's terrible. He's this big of a favorite for a reason. I just think this is a Gilbert Burns is a really fucking good fighter still, and got to show me, man. At plus 400, I'll, I'll take a small shot at it. Yeah, he's this big of a favorite because every couple years, people need this ridiculous hype train. That, that That's not true. There there really hasn't been anybody like this. Like, there's been, like, hype trains, but not like nothing this. like this. No, this no. guy has been hit once in four UFC fights. Like, there's nothing compared to this guy, regardless if he's fought. Yeah, there's been some hype, well, but I, nothing I'm like this. Here. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm even referring to like the public, the fan base hype of this dude. This, this guy's already been crowned champion, and he hasn't even fought like a top five guy at this point. Well, yeah, like I said, people are already claiming that Usman is ducking him. I mean, you, but, you shouldn't listen to those people. Those people are dumb. I don't listen to those people. I mock those people. Well, you shouldn't even, like, that's giving you brain cancer. You shouldn't read, even have those people on your timelines. Just block them. They're not because I follow them, Sean. They're yeah. because Twitter wants me to see the stupidest I mean, people there's, in the world. There's people in the MMA media and shit that's crowning this guy. That they're already, he's the next greatest thing ever, and he's going to be one of the greatest fighters ever. It's not just like the idiot MMA fan base saying this. There's a lot of dudes that know what they're talking about. I mean, they have a vested interest in a guy like that who talks a bunch of shit in in whichever way he does uh, and being this unstoppable force. If if he is the real deal, that gets them clicks, that gives them money. I mean, it's 
That's they want yeah, exciting he, fighters to. Now if he loses, if he loses in devastating fashion, he might end up on the front line in Ukraine. But we'll, we'll see what <laughs> we'll see what happens there. He was never Kadyrov's friend. Uh-huh. That dude was never right. re- that dude was never retiring when he thought he was motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you're retiring? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that's honestly I wasn't even thinking about that, but it's interesting. Like I know he had COVID and he got it bad apparently, but the fact that the the first instinct was like, hey, I'm gonna retire. Um, I'm interested what happens when he faces adversity. Does it happen in this fight? I'm not sure because an old lightweight is probably yeah. the best possible matchup that he could get for his debut in fighting uh, a real fighter. Uh, sorry, a, a good fighter. Don't want to, you know, slander Lil Jangalang's name too much. Yeah. But people are acting like all of the questions have been answered. And I'm not even talking about cardio and going late into fights against somebody that's actually fighting back. Um, you know, going into to round two against John Phillips doesn't count. Uh, we've seen lots of guys be able to take John Phillips down at any point in any fight, however they want, for however long they want, and then do whatever they want to him. Uh, I just hope that he never goes to uh, Team Lloyd Irvin to train because poor John Phillips' butthole. Yeah. Um, but... Like, we have no answers about his striking. People are like, oh, he knocked out Gerald Meerkat. Okay. Like, he, he landed one punch in that fight. Like, he doesn't mean he's a good striker. I've heard he he's never... a good striker, Brad. Did his, did his training partner tell you that? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, like Wes said, if this is a kickboxing match and... Like, again, we don't know because the fight only went 17 seconds. Was his intention to kickbox with Meerkat in that fight because there was some threat of grappling actually coming back to him in that one? Uh, we, we don't know because it didn't go that long. So is his intention in this fight going to be to strike with Gilbert? We don't know. We're going to have to find out if he takes him down. We've seen other guys who are very good grapplers, better grapplers, and more dangerous grapplers than Chemayev, like Demi and Maya, be able to take Burns down multiple times, and he's been able to not only get back up to his feet, but threaten those guys with submissions on the ground. Like, I'm thinking of the the transition that he had against Maya, where he rolled to a knee bar and, and threatened with that and used it to stand back up. Like... Yep. Gilbert Burns is a great, great grappler. So the fact that Jemayev wants to grapple, maybe, possibly, we don't know. Um, that could be interesting if he tries to pursue that. The fact that we've really never seen him kickbox at all, if he wants to do that, that's interesting to me. I think there's so many unanswered questions about this guy that we can't have answered by, oh, his teammates think he's really good. Um, I have to take a shot on Gilbert Burns here. And I'm not going to do inside the distance. I'm not going to do decision or anything like that. We're getting plus 400 uh, on a guy that's a top five fighter in the division. 
uh, a guy, he's, he's double the underdog here that he was to Usman. Um, that's, that's crazy to me. That's, there's no reason for that. Um, maybe he proves it in this fight. Maybe he does. Um, but until I see it, I, I can't, I can't. So I'm going to take a little shot on, on Gilbert Burns in this spot. I'll probably lose some money, but I am completely at peace with that. You got one thing going for you. You got uh, Chemayev and Till hanging out in training, and you know he's not getting better training with Till. He's getting negative. He's getting maybe worse. The, maybe his left side is he's going to come out southpaw in this fight, and he's going to have a, a hell of a left hand. Yep. Um, but this, you know, he's getting people talking. There's obviously <clears throat> attention being paid to to the Kumjat fights. Um, so, hey, if it doesn't go well for him in this spot and, and Burns gets the win, maybe he gets a bump. And if it does, then there's a, a lot of people that are going to build him up further or like Wes and I, uh, continue or finally be convinced that he is that good. Um, but still probably not good enough to beat Usman. But that's okay because Usman's going to duck him anyway. Uh, co-main events. Great fight, maybe? Question mark? Interesting fight? Yeah, <laughs> One of the, the, the strangest circumstances coming into a fight that we've seen in quite a while. Bantamweight Championship. Aljo, the defending champion, former consensus bet casher against this very opponent. We nailed that one. Never in doubt. Nailed that one. Um, Aljamain Sterling, undisputed Bantamweight champion of the world, taking on Peter Jan. Sean? I honestly don't have too much here. Um, I think... Jan is very fucking good. Uh, his striking is very good. His takedown defense and his offensive grappling are very good. The guy doesn't really have holes. Uh, he's a bit of a slow starter to, and, but then once he figures guys out, then it's, it's scary, man. Um, I'm interested to see what, what Sterling is going to come with because obviously he, he came out guns a blazing last time, which to, to his, you know, he, he, did well for a round and a half. Uh, he run, won two rounds on, on one of the judges' scorecards uh, in the first two rounds. Um, but I just don't think that's a sustainable <laughs> way to fight because he doesn't have the cardio to do that for five rounds. I don't think he can do it for three rounds, and I think Peter John is just too good that he's going to have to to calm it down. And then at that point, I think... Peter Jan will show the the skill difference. Is there some crazy possibility that somehow Aljo just grabs a sub? It's possible. I just don't see it. Jan, you know, he's a fucking idiot for throwing that knee, and it does make you question that fight IQ. But I don't see him doing stupid things like trying to play with uh, Sterling on the ground. Like, he's just too good on the feet. He has a, a, a good advantage. So... I got uh, Jan in a in that Chalk City parlay. 
I don't know if he finishes. I don't know if he wins a decision. It it kind of just depends on how Sterling fights, honestly. Fair. Plus. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have a, a whole lot to add. Um, yeah, like Sean said, uh, Jan's he, he's about it as a complete a fighter, I think, as as you can see in in today's MMA. Like he's he's insane, man. Uh, doesn't have many holes. Um, I mean, I guess if you want to question <laughs> in fight decision making, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see that happening again. Um, uh, that that might be Al Joe's best path again, to be honest with you. Um, like Sean said, maybe Al Joe get, gets a sub. Um, He's going to have to start like he did last time. He's going to have to throw it all out there. Um, I think that's his best case scenario. I just don't know if that's... Yeah, but that's bad. That That's bad. There, there's that's no the way. problem. I, I, can't, I can't see him keeping up that kind of pace. Uh, and then even, even if he can, Jan is going to figure him out after a round or two, man. And he'll start getting off it. He's just a way better striker than Alge. I don't even think it's close. Um I like I like down here. It was good cashing that Aljo money uh, last time. Uh, even more happy that I was on the Aljo train for a long time, man. Uh, but you take them how you can get them in this sport, and I sure as fuck did. Uh, but even I know coming out of that fight, man, who who the better guy is here, um, and it's it's Peter Yon, man. That that dude's ridiculous, and I think he's gonna get his belt back. Um, I mean, I, I have him in some, some chalk stuff from just putting other shit together. Um, it's probably nothing I'm going to probably give out on a bet as far as shit I'm tracking for MMA because it's just the lines kind of crazy, but, uh, who knows? Maybe I'll find something, but he, he's, he's the pick, man. Um, it's hard to, I, I think Sean was saying it before the show. It's hard to, even the main tune for me to pick like a method to on here because I, I just, I would not be shocked if they got in some kind of scramble and Aljo grabbed something. I've seen him do it. Like he is that good, uh, in those spots. And, um, I mean, does Jan's pressure and his volume get Aljo out of there late? Does Aljo stay in there for the whole 25? It's hard for me to pick a method as well. So, um, yeah, just Jan, uh, I, I think he wins this fight. It's, it's weird because. I think Aljo has become one of the most underrated fighters in the UFC because of how the how last fight ended. Look at his Even run. If, Look at his run he, up until yeah, that he, fight. It's ridiculous. It's just Peter yeah. Yon's at the top of the, the mountain. Yeah, Peter Yon is one of the pound-for-pound pound best fighters in the sport. If, if you want to delve into that cesspool of an argument. <laughs> um but Aljo is a tremendous fighter, and people are are acting like he's some scrub. Um, like Jan completely blew him out of the water in that last fight. It it was a competitive fight, and Jan was starting to take over. I mean, it was kind of similar in trajectory to the Aldo fight. I think the only difference here is that Aljo still has the ability to to make more adjustments than Aldo did uh, and Aldo does at this point in his career and his, you know, physical state. 
Um, and I think this line is, is too long. Uh, and the only reason I say that it's too long is because it's keeping me away from betting Peter Yan in this spot. Uh, I know that you guys have questions about Aljo's cardio. I think the, the Yan fight was probably the worst he's ever looked cardio-wise. Um, I think it was just the pace. Not, like he, he's got good cardio. It's just that pace was insane. He, he, and he's going to have to keep that with you. Jan doesn't let you off the hook. Usually. I, I don't think he does necessarily. I, I think that there are a couple phases of MMA where Aljo is actually better than Jan. And that is at kicking distance. And if they actually get into real gla- grappling exchanges, not just like Jan hitting a trip and then standing over him and being too scared to engage Aljo in, in grappling like he was last time because, you know, little Nancy. Um, I do think that Jan is a rightful favorite in this spot. I don't think that he's a rightful minus 500 favorite. I mean, there's avenues for victory for, for Aljo to catch something and scramble. Like you guys said, I think that if he keeps the distance and just uses those kicks, kind of like he did against Munoz, and obviously Peter Jan is a much better striker than Pedro Munoz. Pedro Munoz, as uh, as Bisping would say. Um, but Jan will figure him out eventually. He'll probably start catching kicks and tripping him to the ground, and it'll look a lot worse than it than it actually is. But I think this is going to be a much closer fight than, than people expect. Jan probably wins a decision at, at the end of the day, but I can't bet it. Uh, I haven't really looked at like the the plus points numbers uh, because I think that, as we saw the first time around, uh, Sterling is absolutely capable of taking a round or two in this fight. Uh, I think... You know, if he takes one round and gets a second round on a judge's scorecards, that might be enough to uh, to cash the the points handicap in, in this one. No, not quite. That yeah, you need you need two. Yeah, yeah, two. Maybe. He needs two judges, two rounds on we'll two see. judges' scorecards. Um, yeah. So I I think there's some some possibilities. I'm just not overly confident. In, in Yon to cover this line as everybody else seems to be. So I'm going to stay away from it. Uh, but he is the pick. Main event, featherweight division. We got Alexander Volkanovsky. Not sure if you guys knew this. He used to play rugby and be fat. He doesn't play rugby. He's not fat anymore. Um, and he generally wins fights. Or is in very competitive fights with the other best featherweight in the world. And he is taking on, for some reason, Korean Zombie. Sean, less interesting than the co-main event, but a good fight. I agree. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a fight that convinces you to like Volkanovski. I don't know if much will. Um, The last fight was, the Ortega fight was great. Yeah, yeah. That was a good fight. incredible. If that doesn't do it, I mean, I don't think anything will. Um, I never said I didn't like him. I just said he used to be fat and he's not fat anymore. That seems like a compliment. Uh, maybe that's Lance that thinks he's boring. I mean, just like <laughs> throw calf kicks and shit like that, and 
You did beat Aldo, and I, I felt like you were a little salty after he beat Aldo. So he beat Aldo in like the most boring way possible because he knew <laughs> he, did he what was he had worse. To. He knew he was worse than Aldo at everything except holding him up against the cage. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, yeah, I, I think Volkanovski is very fucking good. Uh, I think he is. He's going to be way too much uh, for Korean Zombie. I didn't. As as somebody who bought uh, who bet Zombie against Dan Ige, I was a little worried uh, early on in that fight. Ige doesn't seem to have much for power. I know he knocked out Gavin Tucker with one punch, but um, against some other guys that have kind of sketchy chins, he he never has never really stumbled uh, them, and he was. He was hitting Zombie clean, and Zombie had to resort to grappling to, to win that fight. Uh, I think Volkanovski is is going to be way too much. He he's gonna he's gonna be able to take him down if he wants to and smash him uh, on the ground. I think he does well on the feet. Um, I think Volkanovski gets him out of there. Actually, uh, I know Volk's kind of a a decision machine, but I. That Ortega fight could definitely could have been stopped uh, be- before the end. Uh, I think Zombie has shown some some questionable durability issues lately, and I think Volkanovski has the skills to take him out. So, I got Volk minus five and a half in that chalk parlay with Jan and Chimaev. It's minus one hundred four for two units, and then I put a unit on him by TKO at plus two sixty five. Yes. Yeah, I, I like Volkanovski here. Um, I, I think the the lines kind of say it all on on the co and the the main. Um, I know we were supposed to get the the max fight here. I really wish we were getting that fight again over this one. Um, it, it's good to see Zombie finally get his shot at a title. I guess. I mean, it's uh, all the fights this dude had, had has had. Um, I guess he finally gets there. Um, I just don't think he's got much of a shot. I, I guess he has a little power, but man, have we ever seen Volkanovski actually even like stumbled? Or, or yeah, it was against uh, Chad Mendes. It was against Chad Mendes. Yeah. He juiced Mendes up Mendes threw Mendes. every fucking ounce of himself <laughs> into it and was able to drop him. Um, yeah, every every ounce of fucking shit shot up his ass, dude. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't I don't see zombie with with that kind of power. I don't think Volkanovski's even been remotely uh bothered by anything since that Mendez uh punch. So I just think Volk's he, he's too much man. His volume and pressure is really good. Like Sean said, I think he can get takedowns here um, if he wants to. I, I don't I don't know about a about a finish, man. Um, Zom, zombies he's pretty fucking tough and durable, man. Um, Maybe Volkanovski can get him out there late with, with, uh, just with volume and stuff, but I don't know. I have a hard time seeing that. I kind of like Volkanovski by decision here. Um, I have him, um, at a much better price in, in that chalk stuff that I played, uh, with, with Jan. I think he's around, I had him at around minus 450 or something like that. Um, also I'm gonna, I'm putting the, the points handicap in something as well. That's minus 350 if you got a, a book. That lets you do that. That's absolutely the way to go. Just, just get shave off half of that price um, at the with the points handicap because I, I think you could pitch a shutout here. Absolutely. 
And then if he gets him out of there like Sean thinks, he's still catching anyway. So, yeah, I like Volker. I, I think it's pretty much a really good fight for him. Yeah, I mean, one guy's last five wins are Ortega, Max Holloway twice, Aldo, and Chad Mendez. And the other guy's last five wins are Dan Ige, the corpse of Frankie Edgar, Moicano, Dennis Bermudez, and actually his fifth last win is that fight with Poirier. That was a decade ago. He was... He he was. One I know he way, did the army thing. Well, he was one way traffic on Yair, like till the yeah. fucking last second, literally the last second. He I, did lose. I just said his last five lose. wins. <laughs> um, and of those wins, three of them are first round knockouts. I think that's completely out of the question here. A decision over Ige. You guys already covered that. It's. Not the, the cleanest win in, in the books. He, he struggled there a bit. And the Poirier fight was an absolute war. Um, man, like, Volkanovski's really good. I don't, I don't care if you like his style. I think he is actively trying to be more entertaining, which could lead to one of those wars. But even if it's a war, which is probably Zombie's best chance in this fight, like Volkanovs is just better at everything. Um, I I don't really see him losing in this one. Zombie's got some power. As I said, he's knocked some guys out in the first round. Don't think he does that against Volkanovski. I don't think this is necessarily going to be one-way traffic. It's going to be like 80% traffic going one way. <laughs> uh, there, there's going to be a lot of it. I mean, this this isn't the fight that was supposed to be happening here, and this is the one where I can see the line being where it is for a reason, and I can actually get behind the justification for it. So I like Volk here. I don't hate the the points handicap if you want to throw that in a a parlay or something like that. Kind of leaning towards the, the Volk inside, I know a couple weeks ago it was plus 210. That got wiped off the board. I'm not Ugh. bitter about it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not bitter about it at all. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get back in there at plus 170, which is the, the line that's at most places now. But, yeah, Alexander Vol- Volkanovsky retains his title. Uh, and then we'll we'll get the Holloway fight whenever it happens. Um I, I guess they could have just pushed this back like a, a month or two and we probably would have got it anyways. Yeah. Uh, Cause he's, he's back training and, and all that good stuff now. But what are you going to do? It'll be a, a decent way to cap off this card because I think it's going to be a, a relatively entertaining fight. That is going to do it for us here on the analysis this week. We appreciate you guys joining. We had a nice little active chat uh, going on. I, I tried to, to shout out what I could see in there. I don't know if Lance is going to be back next week. He's traveling again. And, with you know, he, he's been going on about uh, not wearing a mask on a plane. So he's definitely coming back to Nashville with COVID. <laughs> yeah, so. that, that AIDS is going to catch up with him again. And he might be out for, for a week. He's week to week or month to month. 
<laughs> but I hope he's back next week because he stole my pick for the champion at the end of 2022 in the welterweight division. And that dude is fighting in the main event next week. It's Vicente Luque. That is a run like Unlike all the rest of these bums, <laughs> is fun to watch. Vicente Luque main eventing. Decent price on that. Not even, yeah. not that's even a, That's surprising by that price. Not even Bilal could make Vicente fucking boring to watch. Yep. Not even that fucker can do it. I mean, you say it's a rough card, but we got Luque. We got Thick Willy. Extra it's Thick Willy. Extra Thick. Um, I don't know what else we got on that card. I think that might be about that's, it. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, Elijah Dushku against the, uh, the kickboxing. Somebody? Team. A body? <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll, we'll find some stuff to bet. Don't, don't you folks worry. We always do. Come back. Join us next week. We appreciate you joining us. Follow us on Twitter and all the things. Subscribe. I think you can do that on the YouTubes or the Twitches. Yep. Um, but we will return in one week's time as winning betters on the consensus fatty gonna fatty. Cause fatty's gonna fatty. It's real. Yep. Uh, you heard it at the start of the show. You hear it at the end of the show. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.